Greetings and bienvenue, and welcome back to this episode of Good Job Adventures. Last time around, the party made their way to the brazen gates of Bergel Bark after a brief conversation with the Air Myrmidon guards stationed in front of the door. Owl and Roth were able to cleverly deceive the elementals into a trap, but from there they did they did battle with a, a ferocious sword-wielding gargoyle who had a penchant for saying the word no. Additionally, Arthos was forcibly split from the party via the large trap door I had constructed. I knew at some point that it would be of use, but no one believed me. And from there, Arthos found himself being imprisoned in the bowels of the mountain while the rest of the party made their way up to Berthazar's bathhouse. <laughs> episode of your job adventures uh, we're just gonna kind of start back up again uh, when we last left off the party had been forcibly split by a giant trapdoor we're now gonna start with Arthos who had just broken himself out of his imprisonment within the underbelly of Burjal Bark uh, he and his arthropoid companion Takta they have walked out of the door they saw a sign that pointed to the left saying generator room which is that down the hallway as you walk down you notice that the corridor it's relatively thin 10 foot high ceiling you notice that along the ceiling there's like these strange glowing bulbs or that glow a dim like yellowish light and you notice that like each bulb is like a little like almost like a string connecting them is sort of strange apparatus you've never seen before additionally as you're walking down you see a sign it just says warning and there's a silhouette of a large bug monster can i Compared to the guy walking with me. Alright, so just at, at a very cursory glance, the silhouette of the bug is wildly different from Takta, because while Takta is more or less a bug man, the bug monster in the in the little sign uh, has six legs and has two large mandibles. I a distant cousin of yours. Takta looks deeply confused. Why do you assume that we are related? Well, ye be both bug creatures. No, I have not seen that type of creature before. I. And this warning is like, be on the alert for this, or is there like words with this warning, or just the picture? Yeah, yeah. It's written in common, just caution on kegs abound. Okay, I will keep an eye out for any giant bug monsters in the generator room. This little band of merry individuals make their way down the corridor. Not a whole lot happens. I talk thought so where are ye be from? I am from the desert that surrounds this mountain. What do ye do for a living? What do you mean in terms of a profession? I I have no such thing. All, all we three green do is try to survive. Ye didn't do the best at that. Finding yourself down here. Well, I am not dead. I you're no favorable location to survive. Point taken. The only reason why I wound up in the gate was because I had wandered a bit too close to the gate and the trap was sprung. I 
Arthur's and Tuck then make their way down, down, down the corridor <clears> after, again, like 20 or so minutes. They stumble upon a double pair of large metal doors with, like, little wheels on the front to, like, presumably to turn and open the door. Above the door, there's a sign that says generator. I, I think we have arrived at our destination. Uh, so, to open the door, it's like, you, the way you're describing it, you turn the wheel? Yes. Okay. Would that be like a hatch door? It might be called a dog. I'm not sure. I'm Googling it now. Maybe a dog. It might be a dog door. I will open the dog door. Oh my god, he said it. (laughs) (laughs) We're now going to call this a dog door, I guess. Um, Arthos, Arthos pulls the wheel, and the dog door. He hears like a lot of like metal clanging as the as the gear, (laughs) the wheel shifts into place. You hear like a sound of air, like whistling out of the um the the room. You open it, you see that there's a small, almost like, I might be using the word wrong, but kind of like a little antechamber, where there's like a small, mostly vacant room to the right, basically like an equipment rental desk that with a sign above that says equipment dispersal. At the counter, there is an individual wearing it like an all gray, like bodysuit with like goggles and like a gas mask on. Oh, that. Uh, as, as you open the door, the, the individual in the bodysuit just kind of works up as like, Oh, yes, hello there. Come in, please. Close the door. I will walk in and close the door behind me. Once, uh, once Toph goes through. All right, Zay, you, uh, you, you both walk in. The individual close the door. Oh, uh, thank, thank you. It, it's very important that we keep this room pressurized. Also, I, I take it that you're here to rent equi- equipment. Is that correct? Aye, that be the case. <laughs> what is there to rent? Alright, so here's the th- here's the thing. I take it that you're sh- you two are sort of newish here, so you're not you're unfamiliar with the dangers that one can face when you're inside the generator room, and that is fine. The thing you must keep in mind is that the room is filled with an immense with a dense miasma of steam and poisonous volcanic gases. So you're gonna need, you're gonna need a bodysuit and also a gas mask. Aye, dangerous to the touch and breath. Mmm, that is more more so the breath, but yes. It would be ill-advised if you were to go in without the proper equipment. I will take a mask just to be <laughs> safe. And then 95? What? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'll take a 90, uh, N95. <laughs> that should be sufficient, correct? I'm looking at a fucking M95 It's mask. the one for coronavirus. <laughs> it's the one for coronavirus, Harris. <laughs> oh, those. Okay. Harris, I knew that, the, like, that I've, joke could I, not have been more topical. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unless it was top. No, I thought it was like an. I thought it was like an actual uh, gas mask. I thought like cool. Breath Weaver doesn't Either believe way. in the noxious fumes, dude. He's not gonna wear that mask. He doesn't need All it. All right, let's continue. Uh, so the individual is gonna kind of walk in from behind the desk, kind of like like make make his way over to both Arthur's and Tuck. And ba- basically, the guy just starts measuring you. And as he does, he tr- tries to spark up a conversation. Ah, oh, so what is a what is a strapping individual like you doing here for work? Are you like, if you don't mind me asking? I my last job. Did not end so well, and uh, this was the next place that gave me the opportunity to join. Well, I'm I'm kind of curious what sort of career path you've taken from going to wherever to working at this large, very dangerous generator. Now, what position are you going to actually work here? Do you not know? Maintenance. Or what? Ah, oh, right, right, right. I I do remember hearing word of a of a new maintenance guy coming in, in the next few days. Like I guess you're you're I guess you're him and you're here early. I, I wanted to start earning me money quick. I have a couple debts I need I to can pay. Respe- 
I can respect and appreciate the gumption. On that note, the uh, the individual is done measuring Arthos. He also he also measures Takta, but makes literally no effort to make to make small talk. Because he, he cause no. the the guy notices that he notices that that Takta isn't fucking talking. So he's like, all right. There's I no was really like burned Takta out on conversation. I did Takta. <laughs> I Takta probably doesn't know what to say. Also yes. But either way, a few a few more minutes goes by. The uh, the guy goes back, goes into the back room, and he presents the he presents both of you with um your body like your whole fucking bodysuit gas mask mask thing. He's like, ah yes no be sure be sure to properly place the uh, secure the equipment so that you don't die because that'd be most unfortunate. Very well, I will. Uh, I thought you said it was only toxic to breathe. Yeah, but it's, it's bad if you get down your skin. Fair. I will uh, put on the suit and gas mask. Are those in Takta are smart enough to figure out how to put on the fucking bodysuit? The one for Takta looks a bit janky, just because it, the bodysuits were not designed to fit like bug people, but it works well enough. On that note, the the guy behind the desk introduces introduces himself as Bukhar, opens up the back door, which leads to like kind of like a long corridor and he ushers you two in and as you begin to walk down Bakar will kind of give you a rundown of just like the ins and outs of how the generator works and on that note we're going to cut up to everyone else who's semi topside kept you so, waiting huh so everyone else at this point um, the elevator they are taken up to the bathhouse it like, just um, parked door opened you see large gaudy gaudy door um, above it, there's a sign that says uh, Bathasar's Onsen, and on the door in the middle, there's an emblem of a dragon in profile. Oh man, that elevator music was terrible. I, I, I have to agree. Was, uh, thank God we don't have to listen to it. I'm really envious of anyone who didn't have to listen to that with us. <laughs> it was oh, like my. fusion jazz, Kenny G a little bit. I'm just ready to cool yeah. off. I was getting it's more a, Louis Armstrong vibes. It's a bathhouse. It's probably going to be steamy and full of hot water, right? And from the looks of it, it looks like there's going to be Balthazars. I'm going to see if I can, like, roll a history check on that. Like, is this, like, a prominent name? or? Roll me, yeah, history. I rolled an 11. Uh, with that 11, Balthazars is not a, like, franchise of bathhouses, if that's what you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, I was trying to determine that. Gotcha. Um, it's Outbath Steakhouse. <laughs> All right, uh, Roth, one thing you notice about the emblem of the dragon profile, you notice that based off of the uh, prominent underbite, nasal horn, and kind of like large ears, you notice that the particular dragon on the emblem is that of a blue dragon. Well, I'm not sure if this Balthazar uh, fellow is, but uh, he's definitely a blue dragon. I'm going to change my shape to be a blue dragonborn. A beautiful blue dragonborn. With a massive underbite. With a massive penis. Well, we, we sure won't be seeing that inside of the bathhouse. All right, uh, should we uh, should we head on in, or is is there like is there like any sort of like ticket booth or like like an entrance to this, or is it just door. like a big door? Oh. I kick it open. <laughs> uh, the, 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 there are just doors, and I was you said you're gonna I'm just gonna open kick the doors, it open. correct? I'm what? gonna kind of kick it open, but not super hard. All right, with, with the with with the light kick of the the large darkwood doors just sling open, and you come across a a delightful scene. You see. A long serpentine creature with 
predominantly baby blue scales, yelling at two people, a kobold and an earth genasi, who are floating ten feet above the ground in two different bubbles. The serpentine creature is basically chewing the two out for getting into a fist fight, and to not fucking do that in my goddamn onsen. I make sure the blue, like my color blue, matches this dragon's blue. Alright, you do that. And when you say serpentine creature, is it like an actual like snake, or is it? Think think of it like um, East Asian dragon, where it's like a very long serpentine like snake like body, but there's also like limbs too. Uh, other things to know about this creature's appearance: um, kind of running along its back, there's a long fin with pink webbing, and you can tell that um, under its arms, they're kind of like clearly they like these wings fucking pulled out of its arms. But after the two individuals are chewed out, the bubbles are popped. The kobold and Janasi just scurry out, and they notice the party and look just shocked, like, oh god, new people. What does the party do? Where is the sauna? Well, here's the thing. The sauna is in the back, and as the creature points its claw back, you notice that against the back wall, there's a um, a dark wooden door with, you know, like, the, the Japanese symbol for, like, a ba- um, an onsen, or, like, the circle with the, like, wavy lines? There's that, but gold. Other things you can immediately notice about this room is that it's fairly large and spacious. Over to the right, there's a bar. Over to the left, there's almost like a hookah den. And along the back wall next to the unsend, there's also a massage parlor. So those are things that you behold. The serpentine creature kind of like points Owl in the direction of the bathhouse, but the creature begins to talk. So the thing, the, just as a just as a heads up, with the um, bathwater, it's not it's not your typical everyday bathwater. It is magical in that. Oh, it's gamer girl bathwater. No, it is it is not gamer girl bathwater. See, here's the thing, you're not the only person to think that. Some guy tried bottling it. I don't know why. It was weird. He also wanted pictures of my feet. I don't understand. So what, what's so special about it? Basically, when you use the bathwater, you more or less feel like you've had a full night's sleep. In in pure mechanical terms, the bath if you use the bathhouse, you get the effects of a long rest. How much of this uh, bathwater do we need to drink to get the uh, get that soothing benefit? You don't drink it. That's the thing. You just bathe in it. Spend like like ten minutes to an hour, and you feel refreshed. Sign me up. Here's the thing to keep in mind. You can only get the magical effects of the water once oh. a day. Don't go ape shit with it. Well, thank you very much for the uh, explanation. And is, uh, is that hookah bar over there uh, open right now? Well, it is now because I assume you saw those those two ruffians who I just kicked, gave the boot. They, the reason why they got into a bit of a fist fight, they went to the hookah bar. They asked specifically for Lofofora juice. Which, anyone who ra- wants to roll me a nature check t- to figure out what the fuck Lofofora juice is. Yeah, before I continue. Uh, it's a 17. Alright. Elagos and Atwool, you like, realize that Lofofora is an ex- Lofofora juice is a juice produced by certain species of cacti that is an incredibly potent hallucinogen. Is it the quenchiest? It is, in fact, the quenchiest. The thing is, Elgos, you in particular know 
apparently the hallucinogenics of this cactus are so fucking potent that like people can basically seal almost like either other lives or past lives like the hallucinations hallucinations are that vivid damn and with that the serpentine creature continues talking so they want a loaf of flora juice i provided they specifically asked for the quenchy special however they got into a bit of a tussle on who would want to use the the hookah first i kicked them out so at this point the hookah's loaded and ready to go since no one else is really here as the creature waves its hands around seeing that this like front lounge area and bar is fucking vacant save for one minotaur at the bar if you want to that's fine that's not that's no sweat off my brow because i'd rather not waste it yeah well i think it could be a good bonding experience uh, what do you guys think hallucinogenic cactus juice it's there's a minotaur at the bar there is a minotaur at the bar how far is the minotaur at the bar all right Oh my well, god. I'm gonna right. walk over to the bar. Want to get something to drink? I'm gonna do the same. Alright, so. I'll walk over with him. I'll go. Alright, so. I'll go after. Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay, so I'll as, get a drink. So, at, as the party makes their way over to the bar, the large serpent creature. I, I'm not sure if I mentioned its size before, but the, the serpent creature, it's like, it's like 20, 25 feet long. You notice that as you as you all make your way over, the serpentine creature falls over instead and positions itself behind the bar. As the party walks over, okay, so people with a passive perception of a 15 or higher, as you, like, get within, like, maybe, like, within 15, 20 feet of the bar, you realize that, oh, this this bar has some high-quality fucking, like, liquor, like, high-quality liquor, high-quality rum, or, fuck, high-quality wine, high-quality beer. Like, this is, like, the top-of-the-top-shelf shit. As such, the, um... Serpentine creature positioned itself at the bar. As you get closer, you see that the Minotaur is drinking rather hefty stout. What does the party wish to do? I'll take a hey, long serpent. Uh, my name is Bathazar, so we can start on that. But yes. Thank you, Bath Bathazar. Um, I will take a glass of your finest bath water, please. And uh, I guess I'll have some of the uh, whatever this this Minotaur is drinking over here at the bar. Alright, so I'll have something that I'll have the same thing the Minotaur's having. Alright, so Elagos, are you gonna drink or no? No. Not right now. Okay. Bathazar begins to dispense the drinks. As she goes to like get the beer, the party notices that under the bar there's a large keg labeled Onyx Brew Quality Stouts. Uh as such, the uh, Bathazar places large I guess be a beer glasses, mugs. I don't know the proper Steiner. Term. Big Steiners. Steiners. Either way, big fucking Steiners under the Onyx Brew Barrel. Hands out the respective alcoholic drinks to the party. Uh, can I... And... What's up? Can I check to see if Elagos recognizes the name Onyx Brew? Like, what would I roll for that? History. History. Okay. That's a 12. Uh, from the, like, various bars you've frequented, like, Onyx Brew is a fairly common but high-quality, like, line of, um beer it's a high quality but like somewhat common brewer yeah i whispered to jander don't get any uh onyx brew i heard they use a uh, child goblin labor to brew all their beer <laughs> uh, i think i already got one though so the dead children are on your hands too now <laughs> this is 
is all sounding very familiar for some reason. Dead, dead My children? My god. Alright, so... Are we sure that this is the place we're supposed to be? Aren't we supposed to be hunting down, you know, robots? Well, nothing wrong with the quick break. I mean, we had a... We had a decent hard time getting here. It's important to understand how this whole facility works if we want to be able to dismantle Wasn't it. there somebody else with the us? Robots. No, just us, I think. Well, I so, mean, there was question, Arthos. Is, is, when you guys are having this conversation, are you making any effort to be subtle about this or no? Uh, I assume that we're talking amongst yes, ourselves and not at Bathazar. But... Alright. Uh, for the most part, Bathazar can, like, isn't paying too much attention, but once she hears, like, breaking shit, her ears kind of perk up. She and she kind of mows... Oh, they're, they're tiny, but she does have them. She moses on over the par or over to the party and just kind of like, So what you talking about? We're talking about, uh, breaking down the emotional barriers between us four. You see, we, uh, we got a lot of... Some shit happened between the four of us, and we're just kind of trying to work through it. We're hoping that maybe we can, uh, just relax here, and, uh, maybe that hallucinogenic will help us, uh, Get the bond a little bit closer. Now, are, is Owl trying to lie here, or...? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wanted to make sure, because it, it, it's a kind of thing where, like, it's a convincing enough to lie to where we can just wholesale sell it as the truth. As such, roll me deception. Well, it's, bad, it's, it's such a good lie. You even confused the DM. That's yeah. true. Exactly. So I'm, I'm giving myself advantage. Thank you. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back, I my dude. 21 is the highest. Well... On her insight check, Bathazard rolled a nat 20, therefore a 24. So, as as you weave your tale of emotional bonding and friendship, she just gives you a look of like, I know what you're fucking talking about. She's like, you don't, you don't have, you don't, here's the thing, you don't have to, you don't have to mince words with me. You don't have to fucking lie. I take, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm guessing you're here. Because the robots that the Construct Lab sent out fuck shit up. Is that right? And you're probably mad? What? No. I just want to do drugs. I, I am also okay. here for drugs. Elagos is going to take a more direct approach. We were sent here due to some grievances against the Constructs, yes. Gotcha. I mean, here's the, here's the thing. My wonderful little Unsen is kind of a separate entity from the rest of the magical science hoo-ha here. Because, to be quite frank, I was here first, and then Karaba just kind of kicked out the guy who, the dragon who ruled this mountain before him, and then I just stuck my foot in the garden and said, I'm not fucking moving. So, I don't really care. If y'all want to openly talk about fucking up shit, I'm not too concerned. Just don't as long as you don't, you don't spill blood here, you don't fuck up my shit, go nuts. Oh. Uh, yeah, isn't Karaba that guy we were supposed to kill? I mean, Karaba is the person who owns this place, yes. Now, as far as getting, do you want to what, just do you have beef with Karaba specifically? Do you want to just give the folks over at Construct, whatever, uh, stern talk to, what's the plan? I, I think you underestimate what our idea of a stern talking to entails. Oh no, I very well understand. You estimate it? I I, 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 I estimate that uh, your stir and talking to will just be a. Uh, it may or may not devolve into some sort of kerfuffle. Um, let me that, put it is... this way. After today, your little onsen may be the only tenant of this establishment. Ah, so you're on the warpath. Okay. Does cutting yeah. a tongue count as a warpath? Because that's what I want to do to that guy. 
Maybe eat it after. Yum yum yum. I'm going. I'm what going. The fuck? <laughs> Actually, out of character. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what about? the? What? I want to cut I'm out the guy's tongue. That's our wolf's thing. Oh okay. yeah, I forgot he eats people. That's not now wolf. <laughs> the eating thing was a lie. <sighs> All right, so uh, it looks like we got our drinks. Uh, anybody? Anyone want to go uh, smoke the halusi halusi juice? I think I'll pass. Well, that uh, before yeah. bef before you before you kiddos go. She, uh, Bathazar points at El, El goes, You would ask how to get up to see Karaba, right? Yes. Alright, so, here's the thing. Karaba's a little, little paranoid, so very few people can actually, like, go up and talk to him. So, each of the department heads of, like, each of the people in charge of each of the different labs more or less have a little, like, magical doodad, I don't know what it's called, like a, I think it's called, like a, like a keystone? that they use to like basically tell the elevator hey go the fuck to the top so as far as who would be who would have the easiest time getting the little keystone from i'm not gonna tell you because like that'd be t a little too easy all right we're done with this person let's leave just holding us up yeah i'm not i'm not sure why you wouldn't just tell us i can't i can't just sit here and give you all the answers all right then you i'm gonna go give myself another answer uh does anyone want to smoke it or not or am I just gonna be the only one? <laughs> I'll do it. I, I love how Vin is just like, I must smoke the cactus juice. My character likes smoking. What am I gonna say? I must. Players, players, players I must pretend to smoke fantasy juice. Must smoke fantasy juice. I want to make sure I go in the bath water and get the benefit too. Yeah, as well. We'll just take a quick dip and then I will take a dip. I'm taking quickly. What is the party's like order of operations? Quick dip, smoke. Yes. All right, so what I'm going to do is while, while you all take your quick dip, we're going to jump over to Arthos. Arthos, at this point, Bakara has finished giving you the rundown. You're at the, you're at the end of the corridor. Um, you come up to another set of the same sort of, like, pressurization doors with the wheel on the front. Bakara points to the door and says, Ah, yes, so you so you, you understand the general layout of the place, you, Mr. Newfangled Maintenance Man. So uh, you'll, be, you'll be able to find your mop and broom in there, or mop and bucket in there, and... Have at it. As Bakar opens the door and then just kind of like makes his way back to uh, his desk. Well, before he makes his way back to the desk, I like, I one last question before you go. Sure, what's up? What is an on-keg? Oh, on-kegs. They're rather annoying, big annoying bugs that like to burrow around. And for some reason, the, the folks upstairs really like, really like that they are, they sometimes patrol the corridors. As is, many of the actual rooms are set up to where Onkegs likely won't, like, bust in. But seeing as how you have your sword, I assume that that's, uh, I assume that's a contingency in case one somehow busts I, through. Is that correct? That be the case. Gotcha. Alright. So yeah, they're big, they burrow, I, I think some shoot acid, some might shoot fire, I'm not entirely sure. I was told, I was just told to stay away. Um... Side note, Harris. When I said maintenance, I meant like generator repair. Oh fuck! I meant a jet. No. Okay, my <laughs> I bad. I was really confused. It's not your bad. He was said maintenance. That could mean anything. Well, I, yeah. we were going into the generator room to do work. I figured maintenance meant maintenance of the generator. Like I thought that uh -huh. was implied. It wasn't. Continue. Sweep the floors. Sweep the floors. All right. So, Arthos, you open the door. You see. You and Takthaw make your way to the generator room. You see a large room that's uh, 60 feet wide, about 100 feet long. Towards the back, there's a large 
metal, like, almost box-like device pipes come out of the left and right walls that connect to this large box. At the top of the said box, you see, a, like, almost like a, what can best be described as kind of like a metallic tree, wherein there's a metal cylinder, then from the top of it juts, like, almost branch up into the upper rock work and presumably go into small little tubes. You can also see that between the branches, sparks of electricity fly. Um, there are, there aren't, a, there aren't that many people within the, um, generator room, just a, like a couple, like, folks here just to make sure that, like, water pressure's good, gas levels aren't dangerously high, etc. Um, on the walkover, you were given the rough breakdown that basically, the, on the left, there's the intake pipe, and on the right, there's the outtake pipe, intake, outtake pipe, intake pipe sucks up water from an underground reservoir, <clears throat> pumps it into the generator, that generates electricity, then that elect then that water is then forced down into the, um, back into the reservoir. Alright, so, you see a couple, uh, staffers, you, you can't really tell what race they are just because of, because of the nature of the, like, body suits, the most you can tell is that may, someone is, like, possibly a shorter race or possibly tall, that's it, just because, like, the body suits make no effort to, like, distinguish any sort of physiological feature. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? So am I now officially a jan janitor? Yes. Okay. I uh I turn to Takpa and say, I Takpa. I guess it's time to earn our pay. And um. This sounds like a reasonable idea. Uh, other things to note about the generator itself is that the generator itself is thirty feet high. The metal tree that all the wires jut out from that is that is like fifteen feet high. Then the wires kind of just go upward. The water, like when it, when it's being pumped after the underground reservoir, it is filtered. So the water in the um, the water in the intake pump room that's purified. The water in the outtake pump room that's likely kind of dirty just from like going through the generator, mm -hmm. little bits of gunk and oil and whatever in there. They are separate rooms because how they're how they're set up is from where you are. Because I assume at this point you're basically like sitting in front of the door, correct? We just came in, yeah. From where you're standing, on the left on the left wall. Like, roughly 30 feet away from you, there's a door that just says, like, intake. I will start by taking out the mop and bucket and, I guess, heading into the intake room to take a closer look. Alright, so, you do that. You do a leisurely mopping stroll. I assume you just make your way over to the door, correct? Oh, okay. So, you walk <laughs> just in. just mopping my path as I walk. Alright, so, when you walk in, it, this is a very, it's a fairly tiny room. There's... A small L-shaped catwalk. Below that, there's a um, there's a pool of water. Presumably, that's the freshly filtered water from the reservoir. From where you are, if you take a right, walk to the wall, then take a left. You get to the end of the catwalk. At the end, at the end of the catwalk, there's a lever. From where you're standing, there is. You can kind of tell that like the where you're standing, standing catwalk can kind of extend outward. And across from where you're standing, there are two valves. There's one valve that reads. Pulmonary valve shut down, and the other that reads, tri uh, triscopid valve shut down. Is there anyone in this room right now? There's just one duder poking around, just like assessing the water level to make sure like like that's within reason. So I'm gonna start mopping, and I go, Avast, or what be ye position? Trying to make like small. Well, uh, well, I'm just here to make sure that like the water level isn't too high, cause like. That can cause some problems. So we'll have, to, we'll have to drain it, and then that'll cause us to have to shut down the generator. I'm sure you know that. Nah. Well, you're the yeah. new jan- uh, You must be the new ja janitor. Yeah. This is my first day on the job. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. I'm Bob. And I am Arthur. I am Arthur. Oh, uh, pleasure to meet you. I like. So what happened? Uh, 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 where'd my English go? I. So what happens if the water goes too high? Well, what'll happen is we'll have to. If if the water starts flooding into the like generator room proper, we're gonna just have to sh sh cut the power for a bit to make sure that no one gets electrocuted and then drain it and then just just we just drain this like room. It's not the worst thing to go wrong, but like, yeah, it's a it's a pain <clears throat> in the butt. And then I, I I get chewed out for it because that's my one job. That's a very that that's your whole job. You don't. Yeah. Do you do anything for like? Fun when you're bored. I like to whistle. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize I'd be. I, I didn't realize I'd be. So, get, I, I didn't realize I'd be getting grilled by a. Oh no! It's just that you have less to do than I. But I, I know. I know. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting. Like that. like like. So, sometimes I'll check at the water level on the outtake pump, but that's about it. It's kind of the same thing. Basically, Bob says that he sometimes checks. Also goes to check the water level in the out take outtake pump room right, and uh if i look at this uh pump do i see like uh you can see the water being sucked up to go into the generator yes because basically what you see as you look down so from where you can see that on the back wall there's a there's a little like almost like a door that'll open up and then water will get pumped in and then that'll close and then towards the front of the room like closer to where the generator generator would be there's another door with that has like three little triangular subsections that also like open up for a brief interval and then close okay so yeah, that's, here's that's just, my that idea that i want to try essentially a uh go to the outtake room replace the water in my bucket with the dirty water b bring that and to the intake room, wait for Bob to go check on the outtake, put the dirty water in the in the intake, and then also try to get some, like, drop some gold into the pipe so that it gets sucked into the generator because it's only supposed to take water. There might be problems if there's some object, small objects that get stuck in it. And s maybe break the generator that way. So I spent a long while trying to figure out ways that you could possibly fuck up the generator. That wasn't <laughs> one of them. <laughs> um, do you think I mean, underestimated poorly? Do you think that I mean, that's what fine. I wanted to like, do was do it in a way that I wouldn't get blamed for it? All right. So so is there even a floor to mop in here? You could clean the railings. I will start cleaning the railings and wait for um. Bob to leave, assuming that doesn't take too long. Well, he checks and, and then drops some gold coins in to try to see if that does anything. All right, so you start you start cleaning. After a short while, Talkbell enters the room because he didn't follow you in initially. He was just baffled by the possibility of doing work. <laughs> Talkbell follows your initiative and starts cleaning the um, railings, and Bob eventually leaves. So now it's just you and Talkbell in the intake room. I, uh, so. How many? What else? What do ye have on? I only have my weapons. Fine. I'm gonna drop ten gold pieces and a wedding ring. <laughs> oh my god, that's how you're the narrative thread I gave you. Alright. Look, they'll blame the barkeep for it. Uh-huh. That was not my... I was planning ways for you to, like, yeah. possibly... Like, 
What? I was thinking of interesting ways to have the wedding ring come up. Well, I, this is I not had it in, one Do you me. want me to save it? Do you want me to save it? You do what you want, bud. I'm not going to stop you. Oh, could I pour a potion of greater healing in there, too? Ten gold and know. a potion of greater healing. Are you going to actually pour the potion yes. of healing? What are you going to do with the bottle for the potion? Uh, keep it and claim I drank it separately. Okay. No, actually, uh, could I just drop that in there, too? All right, so you, 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 you drop the bottle... You drop the potion. Uh, I, I, and during you drop like your the, ten coins. To be clear, during the time I was cleaning, I watched the intervals of it opening and closing so that it would just go in immediately. So that... That was going to happen anyways. Like, I was like, oh, you have to find out the timing. No, you, you can see it. It's not that difficult to figure out. So, yeah, um, you position yourself in the right way to just immediately drop your goods into the generator. The pulmonary valve opens up. Sucks in the um the debris. You hear you, you kind of hear a little like clang. You hear the gold coins clanging As against the inside of the pipe. That happens. I'm gonna walk out with Tafa and start mopping outside the generator room, like doing the main room now. All right. So I'd say probably like maybe two three minutes after you after you've done the deed, you notice that a little bit of like smoke begins to like come out of the generator. The the few staffers who are like monitoring the generator you can't hear what they're saying but they're all kind of like wait is everyone on the generator oh god no fuck not again oh shit oh fuck as arthos is innocuously whistling and takta following arthos's initiative also whistles tries to whistle which is just chittering bug noises one of the individuals is kind of like all right some who dump shit in the fucking generator we're gonna have to fucking turn the thing off and fucking clean shit out it's gonna be a fucking pain in the ass. So whoever did it, just fucking confess now, and you won't be punished as harshly. Now I have a question for you. Is the cleaning of the generator also a janitorial duty? No. I... Oh, are you, are you the new guy? No. As, it, no. We don't, just no. Just clarify. As, and when, when we get the debris out of there, we have some of the technicians going, just, just because, no offense to you, but like, we don't want people breaking our precious cargo, and we don't want you like, Fucking up our shit. Because Karaba will have our heads. Fine. Yeah, I understand. Alright, so at with a with a clap of their hands, the individual who sounds vaguely like a New Yorker just kind of claps his hands, staffers disperse. Make my way into the outtake room. Alright. So what you what you watch happen is you make you make your way you make your way in outtake. You see Bob just kind of like watching water levels. Two other staffers come in. One individual goes to the end of the catwalk where there's like the lever, pulls the lever. The collapsible section of the catwalk makes its way over to the two shutdown valves. In this room, you notice that the, the two valves are called the mitral valve and the aortic valve. It's a similar sort of step where there's just like shutdown for both valves. One, one of the anonymous, one of the collapsible catwalk goes in, fully reach, reaches the wall. Staffer goes up and Basically, you just watch the guy turn off the fucking valves, and then after a f guy in this room turns off his valves, then you hear a faint shouting from across the way saying, Oh, intake, pu intake pump's all set! And then the power goes out. Um, on this note, we're going to cut back up to the party, who just finished their delightful bath time. As the party is getting, like, their equipment back on, you're all, you're all still in, like, the changing room, but, like, kind of, like, mid- putting your clothes on, and the power goes out. Well, um, Ooh. what do you suppose that was? Do I have dark vision? Ella goes, you have dark vision. No one else does. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, dear. 
Just as a reminder, with dark vision, you only see in grayscale. Uh, yeah. What happened? Why is it dark? That fucking idiot. <laughs> How would you... There's no way you would know there's a generator down there. Like, <laughs> like yeah, this seems metagaming. There's no fucking I, know, way. I, know, I know. So, uh... I look at Elagos and say, that fucking metagamer. <laughs> I look at both of them and then I can't see nothing. So I decide to put on the rest <laughs> of my clothes and then <laughs> try to, I don't know, feel my way out of this. Maybe Roth feels like since it's dark, he can just stay naked. It's entirely possible, but... <laughs> would, would Roth want to stay naked? No. Roth would like to put on his clothes. I'm changing okay. my form to match gender. So that when the lights turn on, people won't know which is their real name. Oh, no. You already share the same name, so... Alright. <laughs> yep. Alright, uh, so... Elagos is going to uh, make his way over to the bar again. Alright, so uh, as you make your way out of the onsen, you realize that the light, the room is mostly dark, save for, like, a couple, like, stray candles. It's dim enough to where people... or It's bright enough to where people with dark vision can, like, see just fine. Uh, you make your you make way to the bar... Uh, Bath and Zara are still there, and she looks fucking annoyed. What do you do? Is this a common problem? No, it's just the pain, because... See, here's the thing. Now that the power's out, you know those elevators? That you, or the elevator that you took to get up here? Mm. Yeah, those are all shut down. And I'm not sure why the power went down, but it's probably going to be a while. So, if and you want to get up... there's no back way up that I could take staircase or anything i mean there there are the quote-unquote secret tunnels secret and, and as uh as she says secret tunnels roth is going to come out with like a shirt on backwards as he casts light onto his hand and he's like did i use something about secret tunnels yes there are in although power outages are infrequent there are like quote-unquote secret uh, pa passages that normally like maintenance or janitorial would use to just navigate this place to get from room to room. Also, why are there two of you as as Bathazar points to Ander and or Jander and Owl as Jander? Oh, they. What are you talking about? Oh, they're siblings. I make my voice sound exactly. Yeah. You'd be surprised. They're actually uh, the same family. By the way, before I go smoke that uh, hookah, do you got a um? Do you have a, some sort of a map? A schematic of this uh this secret passageways on hand perhaps? No. They wouldn't be secret if she got no. a map of them. I I, I do not have well, a. That's map. unfortunate. All right. Where that... might the nearest entrance? They're secret. Uh, secret in air quotes. I, I like one that that every time that Bath is a reverse refers to the to the tunnels as secret, she does air quotes, like every time. So, uh, I think there's one outside of here. You probably have to find it, but all right. You, you seem smart enough. There's four of you. You can put your heads together and crack. It's very high head. praise for us. All right, smoky time. All right, as, uh, as I rub my hands together and the light gets on both hands, I'll walk over to the, uh, the cacti juice whose name I've forgotten. I try to... Lo lo the, the hookah loaded up with lofophora cactus juice. I see, like, rock... Can we just call it the hookah chocolate? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. I see Roth, like, 25 feet in front of me with the light walking to the hookah and try to, like, follow that direction. And as he just, like, you just hear footsteps and then suddenly, like, a splash in the pool as I accidentally walk into the pool and I swim and get a jump. There's a little bit of physical comedy. I get you. 
Yeah, there, 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 there was kind of a small fountain in the middle of this like big lounge area, and you just walked right into it. Mm. I'm sure it would have been very funny if anyone could see. Yeah, it. I know. <laughs> Only Elago sees it. I wasn't paying Got attention. Bathazar openly laughs at you, Owl. She's on the list. All right. So uh, I, I get over to the hookah, and I assume Owl is with me. Did anyone else come over, or is it just us two? Just us, I guess. I think, I think it's. All right. Let's. Uh, there, I assume, Harris, there's multiple lines into the hookah pipe, correct? Alright, I'll yes. take one line and I'll pass another one yeah, to Yeah, they fought over who would go... F I will All right. also do it. So so the order of inhalation is Roth and then Owl, correct? Yep. Mm. Or, well, I don't know. Who sucks faster? Rock, paper, scissors. I was gonna say rock, paper, scissors. Let's see who goes Alright, fine. Uh, let, let's do that. You want to roll a die three and then do rock, paper, and scissors for one, two, three? Um, one second. Uh, yeah. Alright. Alright, uh... One second. How do I... Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, so you do rock, paper, scissors. Raw throws out whatever he wants to throw out. Owl just grabs the fucking hookah. Roth, you clearly saw Yeah, I'll, I'll let it happen. So he grabs both... Are you just, like, about to inhale in both of these? Just one. Alright, so you go first, then. I guess I'll just grab another one after you're done, but I, I kind of want to see what happens to you first now. Alright, so, Owl, as you... As you inhale the cact the quenchy cactus juice. So you find yourself begin to just kinda of like bellow out, almost relax. You just find yourself etern like immensely re relaxed. As visions start to like form themselves, you, you see yourself in kind of like a kind of like a small town. You see a, a friendly el elderly street sweep. You see that you know you notice that you're not in necessarily like contact with the evil powers that you are with now. Evil. And or I'm sorry. Oceanic and vaguely Lovecraftian, presumed to be evil, because McCracken Warlock. McCracken. Either way, what you see is that you see a town square being attacked by a horde of goblins. There are a couple other individuals who are like trying to fight the goblin goblins. Most of them you can't see your faces. You see yourself in the guise of a goblin sitting atop a dwarf, telling the other goblins that. Riding this dwarf is a fucking spectacular idea. The go the goblins go with it, and you start a small civil war amongst this goblin horde over who wants the best uppies on the dwarf. When the goblins are dealt with, you regain consciousness and you find yourself back in the hookah bar. You had the highest uppies of your life. I'll, I'll grab. I think I know how the Onyx Brew Company is recruiting their goblin laborers. Well, if that's the vision it shows you, I've always wanted to know more about the Onyx Bruise. And I'll take a, uh, I'll take a hit. Alright, so Roth, you take your hit. You see yourself sitting on the side of a dock looking out at the sea. Sea foam cusps the tips of the waves, and yet the moves of the waves have seemingly stopped moving. You're just kind of there on the pier, just swinging your legs back and forth. You think it's a, a grand old idea to pick up a little pebble and just kind of throw it. It, it doesn't fall into the water. It just kind of, like, sinks into the surface, but the surface tension is not broken. From there, ripples kind of just, yeah, ripples just emanate out from the impact side of this little pebble. And then, like, as the ripples kind of, like, do their thing, you notice that, like, as the ripples reverberate out, they kind of form into a complete circle. You then peer down into the ocean as if staring down a hole that you've just made. And from that, you see a faceless man ch changed to the top of a magical circle. Said man just kind of writhes and <laughs> utters muffled screams. And bubbles rise to the su surface of the water as the figure's once faceless guise 
where their mouth would be just kind of rips open and then just lets out an unholy ear-piercing scream, you are stirred awake. Or you are, like, with that unholy scream, you are just brought I back I kind of just, like, fall backwards in my, uh, like, like from where I was standing. If I was, like, sitting on some sort of chair and I'd just go, BAD HIT! BAD HIT! So, so once you once you got out of it, you fell over. Yeah. In summary, snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh my fucking god, dude! <laughs> I hate Christ. you. But also, yes, I snap back. Gravity um, gone. Uh, Harris, is Elagos able to see like where this cactus juice is being stored? In the um, in the hooker room, there there is like a, like a locked cabinet, and on the on like the tippity top shelf, there's a like doubly locked because like in the cabinet, like each of the doors of the cabinet. Yeah, each of the cabinet doors is locked. The like the top section of the cabinet has like three different fucking locks. You can assume that the the triply locked one, the triply locked cabinet is where the loaf of forage juice is because you know that loaf of forage juice is both rare and expensive. Ah, this is when this is when I remember that I have uh, zero gold pieces. What were you gonna try you gonna and buy do? It? I was gonna buy some juice. I mean, there's a free hit over here. Yeah, I don't know. Why. I wasn't gonna hit it. All right. Okay. Then what are we gonna do with the cactus juice? It's a highly hallucinogenic compound, and we have a guy that we need to fight and kill. Alright. Oh no, we'll make him hallucinate for four seconds. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, remember, a round of combat in D&D is, is six seconds. Yes. So in theory, you, you in theory, you could just disable this man for a round. There's also a giant... tripping ball. Yeah, also how, a... how dare I try to come up with the creative solution? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paul, if you want to try and, like... Steal it! I won't stop you. Well, that's a thing. I don't think I can. Damn. I could just like you know, probably cause some explosions, take it by force. But I feel like that wouldn't jive. I mean, you are an adult. I will not stop you. You do you, my my dude. While uh, while I see Elagos like contemplating on the opposite side of the room, I just yell, "Hey, Janda! This stuff is uh, this stuff is pretty crazy. You sh you want to take a hit?" Oh, pass. Oh, all right. It's really crazy. You'll see who you were meant to be. That's what it says on the bottle. Yeah, it was it was a weird quote, but I, I think I understand it now. It made me scared. Onyx brew brand cactus juice. You'll see who you were meant to be. <laughs> oh, so so I, I I guess the Onyx brew family also dabbles in the manufacture of fucking cactus juice. I'm fine with this. Seems good to me. Well, if you're not gonna hit it, and uh, looks like we're done here. Uh, you wanna go find that secret entrance Might outside? Well. I've had. I've had my fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, uh, Bathiza, thank you for yeah. the hospitality. You're welcome. All right. I'll, I'll kind of make my way to the front door. If I will attempt to find my way. And Elagos, I don't know if you still want to steal that thing, but... Like, how, like legit, how would I do it? Is the I don't know. Ask nicely. I... The lights are out. <laughs> lights are out. But I, she's a snake person. She probably has dark vision. Harris, would I know if she has dark vision? She did see me fall into the fountain and laugh. True. I mean... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you... you... Probably, mm. you don't know for do, sure. Do I see? Do I see Elagos eyeing like the like the juice, like intently, as if like attempting to steal it? Can I at least garner that impression from him? Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, I'll allow it. All right. So I just asked, hey, hey Bethesda, that was a that was quite a hit there. You got need to go. Here's the thing, I'm not gonna just give some to you to go. All right. Can I uh can I take some for a price? I mean, sure. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be pricey, but. How does she starts like tapping her claws in the bar? Uh, how does thirty-five hundred gold mm, sound? That does sound fairly steep. Um, how about 
200 gold and insurance that you'll get your mountain back. I mean, this isn't my mountain. I just have my little onsen. It could be. I have no desire for such well, things. Well, I ain't got no money, and it seems I'm, like I'm getting no ways. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simple drake who just wants to run an onsen. Who just happens to have cohabitated on multiple occasions with dragons. And I'm about to cohabitate out of here. Goodbye and thank you. Vin, I thought you were going to say I'm, a, I'm about to cohabitate with you. Nope, I, like, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> and that's why I walk out. I was going to be fucking disturbed. <laughs> Alright, so... The yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to follow. I, Despite what my alignment says, I don't think Elagos is ready to go full protection racket on this person. Alright, so you make you make your way out of the bathhouse... You see that, like, like, there's this this little landing that you're at where, like, the elevator dropped you off. It's not that big, so you can surmise that finding the elevator, or the secret, the yeah. entrance to the secret tunnel won't be too hard. Alright, uh, can I roll a, uh, perception check? Or an investigation check to see if I can look for it? All right. Go nuts. Investigation roll. I rolled a 16. Alright, so with, with your investigation check, you see that one of the little, like, light fixtures is slightly um off center and you you oh, oh look that looks all kinds of suspicious all right i go over and then try to jiggle it like a scooby-doo trap door like a like a scooby-doo trap door you you jostle the the lighting fixture in place and the stone wall rolls up while the party's out on this lighting i figured i'd describe how there are a bunch of like elevators just stop like frozen in place in various places all around all around the central shaft of this volcano you hear some like if you just hear faint panic screams of like oh god we're gonna be stuck in here forever oh no things of that sort and um as you open the secret tunnel oh it's there there is no light in here it's fucking dark as shit well it's a good thing my, it's a good thing my hand lights up well everybody uh you ready to go looks like i found that secret passageways i also have i have produced flame as a cantrip so i'll just make a little light Oh, what do you know? So do I. And then I kind of also take a, uh, I, I take a sword out of my bag and I say, good luck. And then it lights up on fire. Pretty, pretty nifty, huh? Logos continues down. All right, fine. Be that way. All right. So on the note of the party entering the secret tunnel, we're going to cut back to Arthos, who you're, I assume you're still in the outtake room as the generator, generator room has been shut down. What do you do? So the generator room has been shut down. Do I know how long that's probably going to take to repair? Or would I not be able to figure that out? Although, you said Bob's in here. Oh, uh, what's your pet? Yeah, Bob's I, with you. Bob, it seems the generator had an issue. How long do you think we'll be without power? Oh, oh it'll, it'll, it'll probably be like a, a few hours. Because well, what's going to have to happen is that we're going to have to like open up the generator. Someone's going to have to go in and like make sure all the gunk and debris and bullshit's out of here. So it's going to be a, be a while. It's going to be a pain in the butt. I'm glad that I won't have to go in there. At least I'm not going to get chewed out. It, so is there, like, any way out other than the... Like, if I look down at the outtake, do I know where that water's going? You know that the outtake pump leads to an underground reservoir that kind of acts as, like, the main source of water for this whole operation. Hi, Bob. The reservoir. Is that also hooked up to this facility? I mean... In the sense that that's where we get our water, yes. What do you mean? Are you trying to, like, go up, or...? No, I was just wondering. How did they get the... How did they... Like, is there a connection from this facility to the reservoir? How did they build that? Oh! Like... I mean, yeah, there's... 
I think there's like a uh, there's like a, a tunnel somewhere. I don't know. I know that it exists. One of the past uh, in the past, one of the one of the janitors had was sent down there to deal with some Kuatoa that decided to take up shop down there. That was a pain. By the way, Kuatoa are fish people. I don't know if you know that. I don't didn't know if you knew that. So back in the main jan, I guess uh, I'll finish up cleaning this room and head back out to the main room and see if there's anything any any other rooms that I can maintain or pathways to go down like things that connect to things so you, you finish up with you finish up finish up with the outtake room you go to the what the fuck main like the cent central room it's uh, yeah like through a very very cursory glance this shit seems relatively clean so there's that as far as other passageways, not really. There's just the one door you used to get in here. I'm gonna, t uh, do I see the guy who talked to me when I was mopping near the intake room who told me that the generator was busted? Yes. I, I, I so I walk up to him and go, I think I've cleaned up for a bit and it looks like you're all distracted. Where should I be heading next? Hey, so, uh, bada bing, to be frank, I, I, I ain't got no fucking idea. Maybe go, go clean up, like, the jail cell, maybe, like, clean up the floor or something, I don't know. I, I will make my way out of this generator room. Alright, so where are you gonna go now? So if we start heading, so we have one way to go, we go back to the Bane sounding guy, we, do we desuit yeah. there? We desuit there, and then we head back down, and then what was the other directions that I had? Yeah, you, de you go back to my car, you desuit, you get you and talk, like give your equipment back. Outside of the generator room door, uh, there's another sign. They conveniently, conveniently didn't see last time because I'm a fucking quality DM. From where you're looking, if you basically continued down the way you went to go to the generator room from the prison area, there's basically like a stairwell to go upstairs. And then if you go to now your left, you can either go to the prison cell, the cell block, the forge. Oh wait, actually. As we desuit with the um, Bane sounding guy, I'd like to ask him. So, uh, as you can tell, the power kind of failed. So, do you have, like, a map? Uh, I mean. To navigate I do, this place? I, I actually do have a map that. What, like, I gotta try and find more things to clean? Does that mean that. I. I don't know my way around. Gotcha, that's understandable. And then Bakar produces, produces unto you a map. Okay. And then I head towards the staircase. Oh, so basically, you're, you're gonna head upstairs as Arthos and Takta make their way to, to the like upstairs stairwell. We're just gonna end it here, I guess. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review for us. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, or if you think green is not a creative color. Contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at GJ Adventures. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.